Welcome to the podcast channel of the East Bay Unity Intergroup of Overeaters Anonymous. The opinions expressed here are those of individual members and do not represent OA as a whole. For more information about our intergroup, please visit our website at eastbayoa.org. Hi everyone, I'm Ultraviolet. I'm a compulsive overeater. And I'm sharing today. <laughs> um, I you know as like just as like as as confident as I think I am sometimes public keep speaking it just really I st- I end up stuttering somehow and get nervous so if I pause in between my sentences that's just coming from that um but I'm really happy to be here and to be sharing um one thing that I have been really like noticing is just turning it all over to my higher power and letting go of control. I think control is like gonna be the main focus of like what I talk about because it's gonna be addressing like my chronic illness and my type one diabetes, pride, self-righteous indignation, and like my feelings of terminal uniqueness. And an example I think in my life is I'm a nail biter, but I have not bit my nails in two weeks, which is a really long time for me and I, feel like that's kind of a signal for me that I'm not trying to control so much and I'm kind of turning it over, turning it all over and um, dealing with my nervousness in a different way um, with my higher power. Um, But just kind of about uh, before program, um, when I was younger, I'm an only child and loneliness was a huge thing in my life. Like I would just constantly find myself um, in somewhat of an isolation and in some ways my parents weren't there for me in the ways that I needed that I figured out but my reactions to it were very um, turning I turned inward a lot and that kind of made me start up my overthinking and just a lot of time to myself and food was the main source of comfort that I got um, when no one is was in the house or my parents were preoccupied with things like I was able to just go and grab whatever food I wanted and have a snack and sit in front of the TV. <laughs> um, and that was my habit. That was my source of comfort. Um, and then at nine years old, I was diagnosed with type one diabetes and I could say that was like the turning point for me where I just lost control of like so much (laughs) and I had to pay attention to taking insulin and managing my blood sugars at a really young age. And that kind of made me grasp for more control in my life. And um, as soon as I like got into middle school, I, I dance and I started dance training and, um, you know, just the whole aspect of like trying to control things like with diet culture and my diabetes. um, I I just felt like I needed to grasp onto something that I could, I could have power over because I was coming from a place of powerlessness and I wasn't really comfortable with sitting with that. And it kind of resulted in a lot of things. And also it was a time in my life, like a very huge transitional period in my life when I joined program. 
um, September 2017, so I've been in program for a couple years now. Um, and I think what was going on was just, I was losing control of more and more in my life. Um, I went into high school, which is different from middle school. Um, I was having body changes, like growth changes and development. And I think that's like a huge issue with like compulsive overeating is body image. Um, and so I didn't have control over that. And I didn't have control over my parents' divorce and um, my mom moving out for the first time and my parents meeting new partners. Like it just so much out of like my the core foundation of like what my childhood was on just kind of went in different directions. And that was kind of traumatic in a way because I couldn't find like a sense of higher power outside of myself to really ground me with my chronic illness, with all these things going on in my life. Um, and I had a, and I was in a relationship too. Like I had a little boyfriend in middle school and it was great. And then also the time that ended <laughs> when I went into high school. And so that's when I joined program just because I noticed I was going to the food because I felt like I was go from binging to restricting and binging to restricting. And like, I have experience in, you know, indulging in other substances out of like my own um, insecurity, but also pride because I wanted to be something, you know, if, it, if my home life and everything personal for me was just going to wreck, I could, I could at least put on a front that I was this important, great person and that I could seem perfect to other people and then kind of brainwash myself into thinking that as well <laughs> um and that's where a lot of like my feeling of terminal uniqueness came in because i felt like oh i'm just i'm you know i'm a damsel in distress i i grew up in a not like great childhood and nobody understands me and so i'm just going to try to put on this facade that i'm something that i'm not and um it it just caused me a lot of <laughs> pain, obviously, as with any addict it does. But um, when I joined the program, finding my higher power was just an amazing like thing for me. And I've always kind of believed in something that was outside of me, but it was hard to really make that um, a tangible thing, like to really make it a concrete routine to kind of pray and meditate. Um, and what my sponsor tells me so much is just to live one moment at a time because I am prone to thinking of the future and the past, anything but the present. And so when I find myself in the present, that just gives me a sense of hope and faith and I can breathe again <laughs> and I'm not caught up in my past experiences or what's going to happen in my future. Um, recently, I um, was in a relationship and I've been friends with this person for a very long time. And because of program, I was able to detach myself and, and unhook a lot of my codependency that runs um, 
throughout like my addiction and my compulsion and I was able to let go of my expectations and um, be free of feeling like I have to control that person <laughs> and control everything else in my life. Um, it takes work. It, it takes a lot of work. Um, but like when I admitted all the my fourth steps and stuff to my sponsor, it was really helpful for me. Um, because I was just able to reflect. And sometimes like at a young age in program, it, I, you know, I'm 17. So I'm sometimes at a young age in program, like I can, I can even use my self-right, like my terminal uniqueness <laughs> defect even more and say, you know, I'm different. Like I can't relate, but it's that that's not the truth is it's really that I can. And so sometimes it gets harder for me, but, um, I realized then it's actually easier for me to just like give up that terminal uniqueness and I can just be with um, everyone in the program and find what I relate to and, and find my differences. And that's helped me a lot with my feeling of like terminal uniqueness and alienation and all that stuff. Um, yeah, I, I know I'm like rambling, but I hope that you're getting, <laughs> you get something out of it. Um, with my diabetes, it's, it's been really an interesting journey because the time period and transition I was talking about with um, everything in my home life changing and with my body in school um, was also the time that I got an Omnipod pump and it's a patch on my stomach that I wear. I change it out every three days, um, but it was new for me. And I felt, you know, insecure at some times. And it was another thing that I really couldn't control, but I also knew that I was tired of Thank you. Um, I also knew that I was tired of taking shots every day. And so, what I've kind of learned is just, I, I read acceptance is the answer almost every morning <laughs> because when I truly accept everything in my life and all of me, like when I truly accept all of it, I'm able to face it and actually like live out my life without worrying and without having these overthinking like thoughts in my head about like, you know, oh, like, what, what are these people going to think of me? And what am, am I good enough? And um, all that, because I just know that this program has saved me from so much of my loneliness and my isolation. And whenever I come to meetings, I just know that, like, when I, I can just turn it over and I don't have to worry about any gossip or what's going on in this person's life, or how can I navigate this friendship or this relationship of mine, or how can I like make sure my blood sugars stay at exactly these points throughout the day? Like I'm able to just give that up and say, I'm human and like I'm human. And perfectionism is a problem that I deal with too. And I just know that when I, when I let that go, I'm able to really live 
Like I'm able to really be happy. Um, and I know I'm going in so many different directions, but that's the other thing. I'm really self-critical. So <laughs> I'm just going to stop saying that, but, um, yeah. And, um, meditation has been a really helpful thing for me. I would always have judgments about like spirituality sometimes and kind of gloss over it. Like it's, it's a certain kind of person that's like spiritual, but that's really not the case I've learned when I come to a program because there's so many different kinds of people um, who are just looking for the same thing. And that's, kind of taught me a lesson about how I view myself and how I view the world. Um, and I'm able, again, like I've probably stated a bunch of times, like I'm able to let go of my feeling of, of like alienation and I'm this terminally unique being who's just going to suffer for the rest of her life um, because that's not the case. And I think I don't really acknowledge a lot of like my accomplishments or my successes, even though I'm like still only 17, which is crazy to me, like that I'm this hard on myself. And <laughs> I mean, I don't think anybody should be any, they're hard on themselves, but like sometimes it's just funny to me. And um, because of program, I'm able to laugh about it and I'm able to just kind of see everybody and laugh together about all our defects and all our, mistakes and you know our recovery because that makes me really happy um and like regarding the step of the month that has been the huge thing that's really made it possible for me to let go of all these things because when I turn over my defects and I admit it to my sponsor or someone else I'm able to just say you know what yeah I'm human I can try to control people. I can have these feelings that I'm better or I'm worse than everyone. But when I let go of that um, and I turn it over, I, I feel, I know it's like I feel powerless, but it's empowering to feel powerless because <laughs> then you just kind of are able to be happy and, and live your life and not worry about what you think you should be that's what's been the case for me um and so I don't know my hope is just that <clears throat> I'm going to continue with this program for the rest of my life and I think I will I've been born into a family of like alcoholics food addicts addicts you but like in a way that's a gift for me because it reminds me of how prominent it is in my life um how much time do i have oh david you actually had you have five minutes okay great thank you um <clears throat> yeah but i think i would just say that like my managing of my diabetes has become so much better i never went to like one of those type one diabetes camps for kids or something like that um again it was because of like a lot of terminal uniqueness I thought I had. Like, I'm not gonna blend in with these people. Like, it's it's a lot of pride, <laughs> and um, 
you know, I'm not going to blend in with these people. I'm not going to resonate with them. And it was just kind of nasty, but now it's like, I'm able to, there's a lot of um, diabetics in program that I know, which is really comforting. Um, and I think boundaries, like healthy, like, like recovery related boundaries have helped me throughout like my friendships with people. If I'm in a social situation, I know what I need to do. I know if I need to drink a juice. Like I know what food that is more abstinent for me and is diabetes like friendly for me. Um, that's been a really hard thing. Um, like I think for anybody with like chronic illness, but um, I'm just, I'm happy that I'm, I'm more balanced than I have been before <laughs> with my diabetes and program because they really go hand in hand. Um, and yeah, and my home life, like there's, it's settled down, but you know, aside from that, like there's always going to be changes, I feel like. Um, and I've able, I've been able to mend a lot of my relationships, like even relationships with like my mom or my dad or like my friends. <laughs> and that's really, um, that's beautiful to me because I think like some of the people that we're closest to, it's like, it's hard for me to, um, again, like since I was little, I would try to like kind of isolate myself, but coming together and mending that is really um, amazing to me. And I'm happy that I can just, again, acceptance is the answer. That's like my main thing because um yeah but let's see I know I've said a lot but um I I'm just happy that I'm here because I don't know what I would be like I don't know what I'd do if I didn't have um the 12 steps and a sponsor and fellowship and meetings, things to get me up like in the morning <laughs> and meditation, like showing up to, I feel like my, okay, my higher power is outside. Like everything outside of myself is my higher power because when I show up for life and everything outside of my thoughts, like that's what's guiding me. <laughs> not like everything inside going on my brain. Um, so my feelings of self-righteous indignation and terminal uniqueness and pride and all under the name of control <laughs> is slowly going away. And that's only because of program. Um, yeah, I think that's all I really, yeah, I'm just, I'm happy that, I'm happy because I've accepted, and I, I don't think, it's, it's a really, a truly at peace and in serenity when you can't, like, or when I can't accept everything for what it is, um, yeah, I think I'm gonna end there. <laughs>